What up, nerds? This is Topher. And this is Marcus, and welcome to another episode of ATN. That's right. We're always thinking nerdy. We are back after a little, short little break. Unfortunately, I had a, my plate was a little full with some work stuff last week, so I do apologize, everybody, that you had to, had to wait a whole week for us to come back. Yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely sorry, if you, sorry to you, Marcus. That's all uh, right. You know what? Uh, we had talked about it, and... Uh, you know, almost we almost did a fill-in um, yeah. episode, which I, I think would have been fun. Yeah. But you know, I felt the best that you know maybe just take a take a week off, get you, let you get stuff together, and you know, refresher and and um, truthfully, last week there really wasn't a lot going on in terms of news and and yeah. and, and nerd stuff. I, I'm kind of so. with you. I mean, even when we were doing the pre-show here, uh, you know, we I mean we. We kind of had a hard time like we finding were, some stuff to really talk about. Yeah, we were digging. Um, so, <laughs> and I th- that really wasn't because I was so busy last week. I mean, it was as much because, again, like you said, there just wasn't too much going on. Um, so, you know, what you would you get? You had a whole extra week. What'd you get up to? Oh man, it's gonna sound sad. I mean, I did. Uh, I found some time to uh, to watch, um, catch up on a couple movies and, yeah. and shows. I watched uh, Miami Connections, uh, Rift Tracks. Which, uh, if you're a fan of Mystery Science Theater, folks, I do recommend you watching that because Miami Connection is probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen, <laughs> but so bad it's good. Uh, it's about a, a multiracial rock band fighting uh, drug-smuggling motorcycle ninjas in Orlando, but it's called Miami Connection. I don't, I don't know. It is, it's, it's weird. It's, it, it's got. Terrible acting. Of course, uh, the main character can barely speak English. Uh, there's a scene where he grabs somebody's nose with his foot. Just a lot of inexplicable things going on in this movie. Uh, but it, it is utterly hilarious. Okay. Uh, and then I played a lot of Call of Duty. Okay. Uh, I did do some of that, too. I may have a Call of Duty problem now. Because I was only playing a, a multiplayer sporadically. And then... Uh, uh, two of my friends came by and we started doing uh, split screen multiplayer. Okay. Online, and I went from like I was only ranked like a seven. Yeah. I'm uh, at sixty nine now. There you go. Um. Uh, yeah. I, again, I, I may or may not have a problem. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Just you know, just watching the. Uh, I've been watching Clarence. I don't know if you're familiar with that cartoon at all from Cartoon Network. Oh uh, yeah, I think I've uh, cried a couple times over here with you. Yeah, I've I've been watching a lot of Clarence lately. Yeah. So um yeah, watch that. Some episodes of The Simpsons. Um, but yeah, uh, still got a lot of stuff on my checklist. But okay, you know, didn't do half of what I wanted to you know, that week off. Okay. Well, uh, for me. Uh, you know, of course, been keeping up with the Clone Wars. Their final season is back. Um, they just kind of wrapped up their first arc, um, so I'm kind of hoping to get into the real meat of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because we don't we don't have a ton of episodes. That's the thing. There's I mean, not a. I think it's only like twelve or thirteen episodes. Okay. So not it's not a ton. It's nothing. It's not super short. But you know, when they're doing you know three episode arcs and stuff like that, you know, like there's only so much time. Twenty minute episodes. Um, you know, the the first three, I really, I did enjoy them. Uh, we got to see something new with the Bad Batch being introduced, which was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, got to see, there were a couple of bom- bombshells that were dropped. Um, at one point, it was in the second episode, uh, before they go off on this rescue mission, um, Anakin uh, goes off goes off to the side to make a call home to Padme. 
And when he comes back, he's trying to hide the fact that uh, that's who he was talking to from Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. And Obi Wan calls him out, saying that he he hopes he told Padme high for him. So implying he may he may know quite a bit more than than, than, than he, what was uh, eh. what we originally thought from seeing Revenge of the Sith. I mean, he puts he puts everything together pretty quickly in Revenge of the Sith. You know, I mean, even you can kind of chalk that up to he's a Jedi. Yeah. You know, figuring things out. Uh, but you know what? Even Anakin had had talked about in the in the in Revenge of the Sith of once the war was over, leaving the Order, um, so they could go off and start their life together and be be a family, and uh, you know so I think th- those plans were there. And it, to me, it's not too far fetched for Obi Wan to know what was going on, yeah. to have figured it out. You know, talked to him about it, and probably maybe even been involved in the decision of. You know, hey, we're once, once you're done, you can leave. Because like, that's the thing about Obi Wan; he's a very pragmatic person. He's a very pragmatic, very practical character, where he could say, like, I don't agree with what you're doing. I don't think it's right. It's against our oath. But we need you to end this war. So, I trust you. Which it kind of didn't, but yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but that, I think that was the original plan. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I totally believe Obi-Wan maybe knew quite a bit more than we, we've thought for the past, you know, 10, 15 years or so. Okay. So, um, overall, though, really excited. Um, I, I've been having a lot of fun watching that. Um, got caught up on some other stuff, too. Watched Altered Carbon Season 2. Uh, Finished that completely? I did. Okay. I did. Um, so, I actually watched it. I watched, like, the first two or three episodes, and then I just burned through the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, which, have you watched any of that at all? The first season or anything? Nope. So, um, I talked about the basic premise of it where um, everybody has these implants and they're in their the base of their skull where that's where their actual consciousness gets stored. Um, that can be moved from body to body. So, uh, that it, it kind of sets up a cool narrative device because that means every season we could have a new Takashi Kovach, which is the main character's name. Um, he was played by... Uh, Oh, what's what his it? name? It's one of the Scars Guards, isn't it? No, no, no. It's not a Scars Guard. I can see how you think that because he looks like one. Um, uh, Joel, you know, Joel Kinnaman. That's his okay. name. Joel Kinnaman. He was in RoboCop. He was on. He did a season of House of Cards, um, The Killing. Um, so really good actor, really talented. Uh, but he played Takashi in the first season, and then the second season we had him played by Anthony Mackie. So I think it kind of sets up a cool precedent where you can actually believably tell different stories with the same character you can do pretty big time jumps uh, it was a 30 year jump from the the last season to this season okay because that's the thing with the stacks is you can kind of live forever as long as the stack doesn't get destroyed um so pretty cool um the first season was a was a very kind of localized conspiracy um and then the second season things kind of got a little bit bigger so I, I'm kind of excited to kind of see how that goes. So things that we saw in the first season, they got built upon in the second. Um, it was pretty cool. And I think it's, as the, as the show goes on, um, there's some things to it that could really help it last a really long time. Um, so I was pretty excited about that. They've got an anime coming up um, yeah. in a few days here, Resleeved, uh, which I saw the anime style on that. And I, I kind of dug it, so I'm looking forward to that. So, um, And then aside from that, I uh, watched Den of Thieves. Uh, which, if you like good cops and robbers movies, 
That which of course I do. Uh, Highly it's, recommend it. It's one of those movies when when you said the name and I was like we, mm-hmm. we talked about it earlier and I was like wait who was in that and you're like oh it's, it's O'Shea Jackson Jr. and then uh, Gerard Barlow was like oh okay Fifty Cent oh I, got, I remember that movie yeah and I just remember like saying I wanted to go see that in the theaters and it just it happened to be yeah. one of those movies where I was like eh I get around to it and then. You no, know, of course it's tied for Blu-rays. I'm like, yeah, I get around to it. Just yeah. never did. So, yeah, good movie. It's got good suspense, great characters. Uh, the there's there's a good twist to it, uh, where where things that you thought were true were a little bit different than how they actually were presented to you. Um, the action is is top notch, and it's it's one of those movies that it takes you into the action. The open opening sequence of the movie is an armored car robbery, armored car hijacking. Good movies so, always start out that way. Yeah, they should. They should. I mean, when I go see Frozen 3, that's how I wanted to start. An armored car hijacking. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm with you. It was it was a cool movie. I ended up actually watching it twice. Um, I watched it the first time by myself. Told my wife how good it was. She wanted to watch it. She got about halfway through and got tired. Um, she was like, I want to finish it. I just can't last that much longer. And so... Uh, She's like, just tell me how it ends. I told her, and then I sat and watched the rest of it again. <laughs> um, was I, I just dug it. I knew it was coming. I was like, oh, I don't. I, I would like to see that again. So it's it's there's some action movies that are just like that where you like if you start it, no matter what, you're gonna you gotta finish, finish, it. finish it to the end. You, you, you might have just yeah. watched it a couple days ago, but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's so many movies like that, man. Uh, it reminded me, I uh, went to the movies. Was it the week that we didn't shoot? Okay. Because uh, remember we shot we shot uh, Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. And I ended up going to the movies Wednesday. Okay. So I went and saw uh, my hero. Um, yeah, I remember. Uh, That's why we Heroes shot on Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, my goodness, when I tell you, uh, again, I know you haven't started my hero, but that <laughs> is probably one of the best anime movies uh, that I've seen. Okay. Uh, the fact that if you watch a lot of these an- like anime movies back in the day. Uh, that were based on series. They just they they didn't do they didn't do much, and right. they were they were not part of the continuity of the show uh, whatsoever. Uh, but this one, it it they said that this is part of this is canon. Okay, uh, it happens, and man, the the action sequences. It was just it was it was fantastic, man. It okay. was it was amazing. Uh, I do recommend any fans out there that love my hero that haven't seen it yet go do that. Uh, it's getting rave reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, bringing in tons of money at the box office. Um, so again, if you haven't seen it, I do recommend it. Um, it kind of does a good job of filling in some of the gaps because right now the anime is moving really slow. Okay. Um, so, uh, this spices it up a little bit and, and I look forward to seeing what they do with what transpired in the movie in the show. So uh, check it out. You know, that's one of those things, too, uh, with movies. So, like, whenever a show, and it doesn't happen all the time, whenever a show does a movie while they're still on the air, yeah. you know, that's a tricky thing to do. Um, especially if it's a, a show like that where it's real narrative and character-driven and, you know, things maybe are a little more slow burn on the show. You, you gotta gotta speed that up for two, for a two-hour movie or hour-and-a-half movie. Um, but also, like, you feel like you feel like you need to see this movie to keep up with what's going on in the story. Yeah. Do you? Okay. Uh, n- not really. Okay. You know, and now that I think about it, I take that back. You don't really have to see previous episodes of My Hero uh, to understand what's going on. Okay. Because they do a good job filling you in. 
um, right. and kind of letting you know what's going on, uh, why the kids are doing what they're doing, and yeah. then bam, it, it gets right into it. So okay, uh, yeah, I, if you want to watch it again, you can watch it and not know anything that's going okay. on. And, and, and I follow. think you could, yeah, you can still enjoy it. Yeah, because that's that's always again that's one of those tricky things when the show's still on. You know, like like I think not too many shows have done that. I mean, The Simpsons did, X Files did one where they yeah. did a movie. You know, in between seasons, um, you know, and it's it's because like, you know, how high can you make the stakes? But at the same time, is it you know is it going to be accessible for people who don't watch our show? Should we care about that? Well, this would um, also make... like you know if you are a fan of the show, a casual fan, you know, are you going to seek out this extra content and pay for it? So that you're ready to go when the new season starts. So. See, and, and I, I, I'm glad that they did the movie the way that they did. It's yeah. not a money grab. It doesn't feel like a money right. grab. Whereas the the instances that you're describing, you get it's kind of like even even X Files. I didn't feel like it was a money grab. Um, it's what they did, and I feel like they delivered really well in their case, which was they had hit a point in the story where they wanted to tell the story just in a bigger way, yeah. in a more you know. Where you had things like you had a federal building getting blown up and you had some of the big, you know, some of the bigger shots that they were doing. Like, they needed that extra budget to do it as a movie and it made sense and it worked. Whereas, kind of now, again, with The Simpsons, yeah, kind of a money grab. Like, that could have easily been a two-parter. And, you know, this I felt that movie was years too late. Yeah. Um... You know, even if they would have capitalized like right after South Park did their movie, but right. I feel like The Simpsons. Even as much as I love The Simpsons, and please, Simpsons fans, don't don't get mad at me. I just The Simpsons have kind of run its course, and I'm a huge Simpsons fan. Yeah, but I I just it's not one of those things I really look forward to on Sunday nights anymore. Yeah, I mean we, I think the taste in comedy has changed a little. I mean it's it's changed. I mean the the show's been running for. What almost thirty years now? Yeah, just over thirty years actually, because it started in the late eighties. You know, so it's one of those things like you know how how much can you change but still stay true to what your brand is, and at the same time, like does that hold up? And I'm kind of with you. Yeah. You know, like it's it's kind of run its course. Uh, if if I were especially for a show like The Simpsons, not actually my hero, but for a show like The Simpsons, I think it, like if they were to do theatrical releases i think keeping it to you know specials parodies stuff like that i think would be the smarter way to go you know like uh when family guy did their star wars parodies yeah like, they could have easily probably they could have easily done a, the limited run like they did with my hero and all that kind of stuff and you know it wouldn't have been a wide release kind of thing no but they could have easily done that you could have gone and seen it you didn't have to watch the show to understand what was going on you know, if you were just passively familiar with Family Guy, you you get the jokes, you get the humor. So I don't, you know, I just I don't know if I would want to I would want to see The Simpsons do that. I almost want to see The Simpsons just kind of and when they're done, be done. Yeah. Oh no, a hundred percent. Do I agree with you there? I'm just saying, like you know, for shows like that, I think if you're gonna do a movie, like and yeah, do it, it, it do it that way. Yeah. Uh, and, and that works for Family Guy. Yeah. Um, and right. Yeah, I, I think uh, you're 100% right regarding that. It is, if you're going to do it, and do something completely that has nothing to do with anything. Right. Uh, you know, kind of what the Dragon Ball movies used to do. Sure. Um, and they, But you, I don't know, they, they never really explained if certain stuff was supposed to be canon or not. And, yeah. Uh, 
they do do a good job with that in uh, the Super movie for uh, Dragon Ball Super Broly, okay. which is great. And I think My Heroes, uh, Heroes Rising took a, um, a lot from that movie, too, gotcha. in terms of what fans wanted to see and what to do okay. um, with it, so. Well, you know, as long as it was a good movie, that's that's the most important. Yeah, I got my money's worth. Is they, yeah, they're putting out a good movie. You don't feel that's the thing. That's the worst thing with your fandom, is when you go to check something out that you're excited about, and then you walk out feeling like you just got rolled in the alley. You know, that's, kind of, that's how I felt. Well, I won't go that far. When I watched the Simpsons movie, I just left feeling like meh. Yeah, like, was yeah. that was that the best use of my time? Yeah, I laughed really hard within like the first yeah hour or so, and then after that, I was like, all right, I'm laughed out. This is yeah. Yeah, actually, it was like thirty minutes. Take that. Yeah, and especially now in the day, in the age of YouTube, like just put Spider Pig up on online, mm-hmm. and, and I'm I'm good. I got what I <laughs> let me chuckle at that. I got what I needed to see. Uh, so you've been playing Call of Duty. Uh, yeah. Now this just came out. We're we're recording um, on the eleventh, so this just came out yesterday on the tenth. Uh, Warzone got released. Yeah. So, so explain to me what that is because uh, it popped up on my phone and I was like what the hell is this, is this a phone game I'm not downloading that and then I hopped on the system yesterday and was scrolling yep. to see what stuff got added and I was like it's on here what the hell is this yeah so also so it's going to be um, available from what I've read so far it is going to be available as a free to play free to download um, standalone as well okay so if you've got PlayStation or you've got Xbox Live Gold, you can actually go and download just Warzone, okay. uh, which is, this is their Battle Royale mode. Um, it's got two game types. There's the Battle Royale, which is, it seems to be pretty standard from what I've been able to gather so far. Not a Battle Royale guy like we've talked about before. No. Um, but it drops you into massive war zones um, that you're going to be in teams of three competing against other teams of three. So that means it can support up to 150 players. But what if I don't like you? <laughs> See, that's my thing. I, that's that's the thing I, I don't like is, like, you're forcing me to play with a group or play with strangers. You know, we're grown-ups. We have a hard time getting schedules to sync up where we can all put, like, two hours into playing a game together. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of with you on that part. So the, the standard Battle Royale, like, I kind of feel like even if you're not, like, you know, really communicative with a team of strangers, like, I think you'd still play it and have a lot of fun and, and probably do okay. Um the other the other mode they have is called plunder, which in okay. this one you've got to go find money, and uh, your your team is trying to get to a million dollars first, uh, which I believe is the number that they set out was that you had to get to a million first. Um, as you're collecting the money, you don't just put it in the bank; you actually got to get it to a place where you can uh, secure it and get it extracted. So at certain points you walk, you're gonna be running around with tens, tens of thousands of dollars on your character, yeah, and, they and you could get killed, and they could take it from you. So um, that one looks it looks pretty cool. I mean, you know, like I, I mentioned, Den of Thieves earlier. Um, thinking of movies like that, The Town, like you know, what? Who amongst us has not sat down and thought like? I, I could rob a bank. <laughs> I could, I could go and there's actually there's a movie I think it's called Renegades. Uh, which came out like last year, the year before. It's got the guy who's the lead from uh, Blind Spot, playing the leader of a, a group of Navy SEALs that are trying to steal a bunch of gold. Like, I'm like, I think we could all agree like that. That just seems like one of those those fun guy yeah. thought experiments of like, yeah, me and my buddies could totally like run into some third world country and steal a steal a treasure together. <laughs> you know, Three Kings. That was another oh, one. Man. That was a real <laughs> that was a good classic movie, one right there. 
So, you know, it, it, it looks cool. Um, I want to play with it some more. I had some stuff going on today, so I couldn't really dive into it. But uh, hopefully the next couple of days, that'll be that'll be something I get into. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm going to start it. I just, I'm already in deep in Call of Duty. I don't, right. don't want to start something else. I'm a junkie as it is right now yeah. for that game. So, yeah, I think starting that it would be uh, suicide to my social life or what little I have left. Probably. Of, of now, social life. the one nice thing is uh, just like with Spec Ops, all of your loadouts, all of your unlocks, those actually transfer over. So, you know, as you're, as you're leveling up and unlocking stuff in Warzone, you're going to have access to that same stuff when you go play, um, you know, in the regular multiplayer environment, which is pretty cool. Um, so th th there is that. That's a, to me, that's a positive. See, that I'm not starting from scratch. You know, I'm glad that that, that they did that because that uh, too long Call of Duty was uh, one of those uh, nothing transfers. Oh, you got you did yeah. this and, and you put all this work into this. No, you got to start from scratch when you do this multiplayer, and that right. was that was <laughs> frustrating. So, um, thank you for finally listening to fans, um, and, and giving us what we want, which is how. How often can you say that to something that's made by Activision? Right. Like, <laughs> right. And that's the thing. I do agree. And for me, I'm one of those people I really like. I like persistent multiplayer. Um, ever since I got a taste for it, you know, like that's all I want to play. Um, I enjoy, I used to enjoy playing Counter-Strike. And then. Oh, man, that, that's too serious for me. And then I got into like Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2 where, you know, my unlocks were persistent and all that stuff. And I'm like, man. I'm like, it sucks to have to start from square one and have to put a loadout together, you know, on the clock, mid-match, buying stuff. Like, no, like that's <laughs> that's ridiculous. Uh, so one other thing about the about Warzone is when you come into it, um, you actually have to play um, kind of a training mission first, where they explain the mechanics to you. Okay. Um, so um, the, it is a, it is a different animal. So even if you're used to playing um, on the big battlegrounds. Like this is this is a different animal altogether. So, looking forward to checking it out. I'm gonna give it a shot. Um, it's a it's a game and a world I'm already familiar with. So, you know, I, I'll take that. So that's a good thing in my book. So you know, speaking of that, since we're talking about video games, uh, tell me what you told me about E3. Uh, so I sad news. Um, I understand why they're doing it, but uh, E3 is canceled this year. Uh, I don't, I don't, can't remember if that happened today or yesterday. Okay. Um, I think they announced it yesterday. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty upset. The fact that, uh, I know you, you're doing it for safety reasons. You don't want people to be sick, but, right. um, they will still announce news. Of yeah. course, uh, there will be announcements and stuff like that, that they release through the press, but, uh, there will not be a large social gathering for, Sad event, uh, yeah. as, as in uh, recent years. So, um, uh, and with saying that, I hope that uh, everybody that's listening, uh, stay safe. Um, again, follow the rules, <laughs> and we shouldn't have to tell other grown adults to wash their hands and and practice good hygiene. Yeah. But we are in a position now where we almost have to. Uh, <laughs> that is and, a very and, true thing. And, and, and that, it is that's unfortunate. Sad. Um, it, it, it's, it's really sad. And that should be common practice for you to, um, you know, wash your hands. It, you know, at least that's how I was raised. Right. Like, yeah. That's the thing. Is like, <laughs> like why why are we suddenly out of hand sanitizer and and soap? Like, haven't you people? 
Haven't you guys been using this the whole time? Like, like me? Yeah, so now, like, oh, man, I better stock up on this, even though I ain't been using it already. Right. And then uh, I, I kind of laugh because, you know, all the stores are out of toilet paper. Yeah. It's like, how much did you actually think you need if you get coronavirus? I know diarrhea is one of the symptoms. Well, and, and here's one of the things that, that was pointed out to me because I'm with you. Like, I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, why mentality. are we? It's like whenever there's a snowstorm, the, the essential equipment. Milk, bread, and, bread and eggs. That French toast party. That's right. Like, <laughs> like, come on. Now man. what do we do? It's day one and we ate all our like, bread I can't, and eggs I can't and milk. That's the only thing I'm allowed to eat during a snowstorm? <laughs> Soup? Still there. But, yeah. but what was explained to me was because of the coronavirus, it's got a long treatment time where you got to stay indoors, stay in your house. You know, like you're not able to leave and like do you really want to get stuck in your house without toilet paper? No. 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 I was like, that's that's actually a fair and valid I mean, but you got to improvise, man. If you, if you got paper towels, you better rub them suckers together. <laughs> it, they, these are people who have never been in a struggle before, apparently. Uh, apparently. Yeah, I will give you that. I will give you that. You one. better go grab some of that newspaper and rub that together. Make oh, it work. Man. Make yeah. it work. Oh, man. I mean, the, the jokes on coronavirus, they write themselves. It really is. But again, you know, it, it is serious to a point. Um, it is very treatable, uh, but it's also highly contagious. So, yeah. you know, you don't want to put, you know, going to work or taking care of your kids or anything like that at risk. So definitely do take care of yourself. Don't be a turd. Don't. If you <laughs> if you think it, it's a possibility that you have it, don't go out in public. Don't yeah. go to dances or, right. uh, you know, go play tennis or any other bonehead stuff like that. Go home and stay home. Right. Right. We've all played the division. We know how this turns out. <laughs> this is how it starts. All right, so who so, got the, the, the disease money bill? Right. <laughs> exactly. So I, I'm watching the news. I'm like, I, they're talking about quarantines. I'm like, I've played this game. But, so I already they, know how this goes. <laughs> Funny, the, somebody said that the Simpsons predicted this, which they didn't. Uh, so there was a, 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 I saw it on Facebook, and somebody posted a meme with Kent Brockman, and it's it had the picture and it said coronavirus. Yeah, it was wrong. It it was on season uh, season four episode twenty one. I think it was, um, where they call it the Osaka flu, uh, where Homer is he watches an infomercial on TV. He wants to get this new juicer, and people are sick in Japan. They cough in a box. The germs get in there, right. Homer opens it up, and then everybody gets sick. Again, they call it the Osaka flu. It's not the coronavirus. But, I mean, it's not a stretch. And now you kind of wonder, oh, did the Simpsons predict the future again? Right. I mean, it's it's clearly a completely different, unrelated thing because Osaka is in Japan. Exactly. Not in China. So, <laughs> clearly, two totally different Two things. totally different things, man. Yeah. Like, to even imply they're the same, like, you're really reaching and stretching. Uh, and then too, like, who's gonna go back and, and look that up? Like, <laughs> me. Clearly, you did. It's like there's a mil- there's a bajillion of the of the Simpsons out there. Like nobody's going back to look it up. No, but so. it's sad that I knew which episode it was and went back and found it. So it is on Disney Plus. That's <laughs> how so they are on Disney Plus. Um, speaking of that, uh, and already I think we've talked about this subject far more than I ever thought we would have a year ago. Uh, but WrestleMania is also in threat of being canceled. Um, which they they've been they've been teetering on the edge of whether or not they're gonna they're gonna follow through with it. Um, I believe they have said if they cancel it, everybody's everybody's money will be refunded. Well, that's good. They've been upfront about that from the get go. Um, but 
<coughs> you know, my wife and I, we were talking about it, and I said, you know, I'm like, the thing is, I'm like, WrestleMania is... For the fans of rest of the WWE, it is a huge deal. People do travel from all over the world, and I think anytime you have that many people from all parts of the world getting together in one yeah. one building or one stadium, like during during something like this, like all it takes is the one. Well, and that's the so. same thing with the NCAA. NCAA uh, announced today that they won't right. have fans at the tournament, which is going to be so weird for yeah. me to watch because you know part of the excitement. From the for March Madness doesn't just come from the game itself; it comes from the crowd. Oh so, yeah. So you know some of their reactions and stuff like right. that. So I just I don't know. And that's what I think people forget about is that you know when you think of something like WrestleMania or the Super Bowl, you know March Madness, like it's it's as much about everything going on around it, yeah, as it is the actual event itself. You know, I think that's the thing a lot of people forget. You know, so. You know, again, I mean, for all these things, like, people travel from all over. You know, it, it really would not be a far stretch to think that there could be several people coming from, you know, from Asia coming over here because, you know, they want to go to their school's game. And, you know, maybe this is the one big vacation they take to go back home and see the family. And, yes. you know, like, and there's a lot of families that do stuff like that, that they get together around sporting events and things like that because everybody can get off, go do something, you know, and have a good time. So it's kind of a built-in family reunion, so... It makes sense, um, you know, so there's some things teetering there. Um, again, I never, never thought uh, when we all started talking about this that wrestling, you know, the WWE and wrestling would be that's a huge something event. we would talk about. That's a huge event to cancel. That is, that, a, it's a that, is that is enormous. It's a massive event. People, I, I think that if you're not into wrestling, you don't have any idea no, I, I how, big that, how big a deal that event is to the fans. You know, and, and as somebody who is a casual uh, wrestling fan, I won't even say fan, I just I watch it, you know, yeah. periodically. Um, again, you know, it's Wednesday, so we're watching it. I've got it on in the background, AEW. AEW. Yep. Uh, but, you know, as a casual <laughs> fan, WrestleMania is still big. So imagine, you know, to the, the biggest wrestling fan in the world, or, or oh, how, do yeah. you, how do you tell them that their Super Bowl is in sorts canceled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> imagine, imagine what what the the media would look like if the Super Bowl itself got canceled. Oh my goodness! It like was... it would be insane. And that's that's basically what we're dealing with here. Yeah. You know, so it is, it is crazy. It's scary time that we're living in, man. You yeah. know, it always is. Uh, like you were talking about earlier, you know, we've seen we've seen outbreaks in we, pandemics West before. Yeah. West, West now, the Ebola. SARS, yeah. swine flu, bird, bird flu. flu, yeah, all that stuff. You so know, it's like every so few years something pops up. I'm trying to to not be the you know the cynic and be like, right. this is nothing. Why are we all making a big deal? Yeah, out of this. But you know, you also don't want to take it too lightly, right? And, and <laughs> exactly, I don't want to be a zombie. <laughs> and, yeah. It's always the guy that's like, it'll never yeah. happen to me that it happens to. So yeah, I'll tell you um, about something like that off the air, but. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what, oh man, I'm I'm in, I'm intrigued. Now. What I will say, where is this going? What I will say is this: is from what what I understand, and I'm just an idiot on a podcast. So please don't take this as medical advice. All no. right, but it is very treatable. It's just highly contagious. If you're under if you're under sixty or fifty, like the cure rate is like ninety eight percent. You know, so if it happens, life's gonna suck for a little while, but largely you'll you'll probably end up being okay. Um, so, but don't take any chances. 
Be yeah. careful. Use your best judgment, like my mom always said. Make good choices. Don't scratch your butt and touch your eye. That's what your mom had to tell you? No. Okay. I'm, that's what I'm telling the audience. <laughs> no, no. No, I, that, I was pretty good about not touching my butt. There you go. <laughs> Let me immediately go into your face. Yeah, not immediately. <laughs> oh, my butt itches. You know, touch my face. Speaking, speaking of uh, other, other WWE news... <laughs> Uh, the butt touching is in the WWE? That is in the WWE <laughs> all the time. You talk to Daniel Bryan, he knows a thing or two about being violated in, in the ring there. Kyle! Yeah, <laughs> heard about that during the elimination match. Uh, twice. What? Twice it popped out. Oh! Apparently had a couple wardrobe malfunctions in the same match. No, and, uh, goodness. Everybody got to see things that uh, is just for Brie Bella. And, so. you know, don't wear panty draws <laughs> in, in wrestling. Now, I never understood that. Like, why don't, like, That's, you have the option of wearing pants. There is, there's a good video, and I will do my best to share it on our Facebook page. Uh, it was an interview on James Corden uh, with John Cena where James wanted him to defend why he wears jorts in the wrestling ring. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, take a look at what everyone else is wearing. It's basically their underwear. Yeah, no, I'm not wrestling in it. He goes, so, he's like, I I don't want to go out there and wrestle like that. And you know what? If a guy who looks like he was chiseled out of marble can say that with a straight face, I am not going to argue with it because I am not. I'm, I think, I, if anything, I am, like, lightly carved out of marshmallow. <laughs> so, so I, I, I mean, I wouldn't want to be out there dressed like that either. No. So, At least but, we're going to do it with pants. I would, I would certainly wear pants and probably a t-shirt. <laughs> like going, it'd be like going to the swimming pool. For uh, no, don't tell me you're that guy at the pool. I'm, I'm Irish. I'm very, very white. No, I burn easily. Look, uh, like, and you can already see what I got when my shirt gets wet. So why not just take the shirt off? Sorry, you go, you're gonna have to see this guy that looks like he's made out of a mountain of pudding. Sorry. There you go. Unfortunately. Now, what I was going to point out was uh, apparently the Gronk. Yeah, he Ron Gronkowski is apparently close to inking a deal with the WWE. We all saw this coming. What, what do you think about that? Because like, he, he retired from the NFL. I was surprised when he retired. It's perfect for him. Yeah. You know, it, it, oh, he's he, a character. Yeah. Uh, he's just a big goofball, man. Big lunkhead. <laughs> like, how can you not like Gronk? I hate the Patriots, but you got to love Gronk. Yeah. And, and like I said, it, his personality is perfect for wrestling. It is perfect. He's already got a name. Ooh. The Gronk. Yeah, I mean, that's all you got to call him. You know, that's not his actual name. It's just no. a, it's a variation. Same thing with The Miz. That's just a, sh- it's a shortened version of his last name, Mizanin. You know, so it, it's built in. I, I also think he is a bit of a character. Like, as far as what he presents, yeah. even in the NFL, what he presented to the crowd was... Well, that's him. <laughs> I I think it was him turned up to eleven. Like you you know those guys that like they can't when they get the attention, they know how to seize the attention and run with it. But they're you can also go out and have a beer with them and it's not just gonna be this wild and crazy time. <laughs> you know, where I've seen some interviews with him where he's he's fairly reserved and laid back, but when he's out on the field he's got the attention of the crowd. And he knows it. He's going to capitalize. It's just, it's hard for me to see Gronk <clears throat> as anything other than 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 Gronk, man. He he's a he's a, a crazy frat boy party animal. He is. That's, that's, I, that's him. I remember hearing a story about him. This was back when he was in high school and he played basketball. Um, he went up for a free throw. 
Um, he was he was doing free throws. He, he threw his first one, got the score to 69. And then he immediately took the ball and just hucked it at the backboard so that the score would stay on 69. Get out of and here. And then he did a lap around the court, pointing at the scoreboard as everybody <laughs> laughed. And his coach was pissed. That sounds about right. That sounds exactly right. It was apparently apparently it was a, it was a childhood friend of his told that story about him, and I was it just stuck stuck with me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like that that sounds right. I think he would fit in just fine the WWE. Though of course, I don't I don't see him being uh being a mainstay. No, and, and it's they've been doing more uh, contracts like that in WWE. Like, I mean, look at Ronda Rousey. Even yeah. though I know she was having a baby, and you know, right, so. Yeah, yeah. and she she did like mess up like a thumb or something crazy. Like Even that. Uh, yeah, yeah, filming uh, filming on her show nine one one, she like got her thumb caught in a car door and almost yeah almost cut it off. Consummate professional, she actually carried. She finished out the scene before saying anything about it. Uh, she's a she's a tough lady, man. So I'd have been screaming, yeah, <laughs> screaming so, like a sissy. Oh man, so yeah, I, I'm with you. WWE's doing stuff like that. Even honestly, like for as much as I follow it, um, you know Brock Lesnar. Yeah. You know, he is, and for being the champion currently, you know he's not center stage. Comes and goes as he pleases. Yep, pretty much. And I think that's smart of them to to kind of capitalize on those big names that want to be a part of the WWE, you know, franchise. But at the same time, like they kind of get to do it on their terms. Yeah. So that's a smart thing to do. That's what it, I would do. It is a very smart thing to do. Very smart thing to do. So. Let's talk about this real quick because we got a couple new things here. Um, so, the Batmobile. We saw some images of the Batmobile. It's, I I kind of wish that they would stop showing stuff. Yeah, just stop showing stuff because my excitement is is kind of dwindling now. Okay. I now I did uh, I defended the Batmobile. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Good. I, fe- I, I feel like they are doing, um, kind of like one of the like the modern take on it. Uh, sure. I don't know if you had saw. Uh, Trying to remember, it was around the time, um, uh, after the uh, New Fifty Two. Okay. And I can't even remember which issue it was that I was reading because I didn't co- I didn't read a lot of Batman comics during that time. I only picked up ones that were kind of interesting, like when Two Face came back, which sure. I thought was real cool. But anyway, um. The Batmobile kind of had a sports car look. Yeah. Um, and we've seen that before. In yeah, the it's nothing, it's nothing it's new. It's nothing new. So, you know, I think they want this to kind of be grounded in reality a little bit. Um, kind of, and be a blend between right. Christian Bale's Batman and, um, uh, and Ben Affleck's kind of, kind of blending the two. Right. Uh, so, I, I mean, I get it. Uh, I did kind of, you can kind of see the fans. Um, which I thought looked cool. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just we need to relax a little bit and just we haven't seen anything yet. I know when I first saw the tumbler, I did not like that. You know, and here's the thing, like I'm with you on the tumbler. Like I have gone through phases with the tumbler where I was with you at first. Like I, at first, I was, the first time I saw it, I was like, it, it kind of looked dumb. And two, like we weren't given a good, good you know picture of it, like in the original trailers and stuff like that. Like it just like it was all over in a flash and like. I'm kind of with you. Like I didn't dig it when I watched the movies. I really enjoyed it. I yeah. thought it, I thought it looked really cool. But then at the same time, like now that I'm, I'm more removed from it, I kind of look at it, look back on like, 
you know, especially especially comparing it to the 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 Batmobile we're seeing in the Matt Reeves Robert Pattinson movie. That Batmobile to me makes a lot more sense than something like the Tumbler. Yeah. Like just if you're really thinking about it, I'm trying to conceal my identity. Why would I go for a, a prototype vehicle that anybody who's seen it? Because I mean, clearly, other people outside of him and Lucius Fox have seen the thing. Yeah, they, somebody should be able to pinpoint that and be like, "Hey." Yeah, and they even they kind of even hang a little lantern on that in in Dark Knight. Yeah, when the accountant figures it out and like is going through yeah. old blueprints fav- and he one finds of my it, and he's like, uh, "You gonna tell me that you didn't recognize your baby out there pancaking police cars?" Yeah, and and Morgan Freeman's response to him was yeah. priceless, though. Yeah, he was like so. Your boss goes around at night. Who you think goes who, around? Who at you night. think goes around at night, beating up criminals in his spare time? You want to blackmail him? Right. <laughs> like, it that, is, it's a great that, comeback. It's a that, great comeback. So you know what? On oh, second thought, but <laughs> right. so that's the thing is like clearly somebody's got. You know, this was a, a vehicle that was shopped around in the military. You know, so people have seen it, and it's not. I don't think it would be too hard to start connecting dots. Yeah. That at the very least, Bruce Wayne is connected to the Batman. Yeah, you know, um, so that's the kind of thing. Like a lot of people kind of knocked this new one, saying it looks like a Dodge Challenger. But okay. But here's the so thing: anybody can buy one of those. Here's the so thing: if I'm a, if I'm a billionaire, and two, like this is a combat vehicle. Like he's not, he's not driving out for donuts and, and you know taking grandma to Sunday church. No, he's like chasing people down. Exactly. And, yeah. No. You know, he wants something with some oomph. So it's it's kind of easy for him to be like, you know what. Uh, let me get 50 Dodge Challengers. And, you know, just that way you can kind of rotate them out. That's one of the things we see in the comics all the time, is where yeah. there's a, ro- you know, there are other Batmobiles, like, on standby. Because he's going to trash this thing. That being said, I also do, of course, will always have a love in my heart for the Tim Burton Batmobile. Of course. And the animated series Batmobile. Yeah, it, it, although neither one of those are practical. No, absolutely uh, not. So absolutely not. It's hard enough to park a, a Honda Civic. Yeah. Let alone a vehicle that's fifteen feet long. <laughs> like <laughs> why is the nose there are, so big? There are bass boats that are shorter <laughs> than some of those cars. <laughs> and so everybody that's giving it grief, man. Yeah. I, I I keep repeating this for this movie, man. Just just relax a little bit. Again, I don't necessarily right. I don't some of the stuff I see that I, I don't care for. But at the same time, you know, I gotta let it go because I just we, I don't know. I haven't seen anything from the movie yet. Right. Right. You know, the Tumblr grew on me. Uh, I, to be honest, I think I already like this Dodge Challenger Batmobile. Right. Uh, more than I like the Tumblr. I I will agree with you. So far, my favorite, my favorite on screen one is is the the Batfleck mobile. Um, I really really like that. Yeah, Batmobile. I, I did too. You know, like I mean that. It looked, it looked fast. It looked angry. It looked aggressive. It, you know, it looked stealthy. Like, yeah. but at the same time, it was one of those. It was one of those things. Like when he opened it up, like it opened up, and like that was something you knew. I need to get out of the way of this thing. I think we're going to see a lot of that because it looks like they put the um, the afterburner, yeah, on there, kind of like the the Tim Burton one. Uh-huh. So we're gonna get a little bit of that. So. I think we're going to get what we're asking for. We just, we are, we as fans have just become right. so angry all the time about different different aspects of the movie, and the, the movie's not out yet. Right. It, we, we, we should be using our voice for, for good. 
um, and, and stop whining so much. Right, and that's the thing too. There's, there, especially like just looking at Batman alone. There is so much Batman stuff out there. You can find something you're going to like of Batman. You know, there there are comics that you like. There are comic storylines that you're not going to like. You know, like they they keep certain elements of the character true, and then there's other things that they experiment, and they play with, and they do different things with. You know, in in some versions of the story, he's a founding member of the Justice League. In other versions, he was a very reluctant, you know, final member of the Justice League. You know, he didn't found it. You know, it, it just, it all depends. Yeah. 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 And so, it, it relaxes different variations, like you were saying, man, and just, and let the story tell itself again. Uh, you know, you're not going to pick up every single Batman issue and it's going to be the same. Right. So, kind of look at the movies the same way. Right. Um, again, there's still things that I don't like about the suit. Uh, yeah. Things that I didn't like about the cycle. Yeah. But I get what they're going for, and especially if they're doing a year one or an early version of Batman, right. I'm just learning what I'm doing. I've only been at this for a little bit. Exactly. Then it makes sense for him to have vehicles and for his costumes to look like this. Right. And that's the thing. That's one of the things I like about, like, you know, Ben Affleck's Batmobile was, you know, it looked like something that he would have had custom fabricated. You know, because he was an angry man. He was an angry guy. I mean, he had nothing but time on his hands. That was my one of my favorite things about his version of Batman was, you know, he was he was Batman, and Bruce Wayne was in disguise. You know, Christian Bale kind of did that a little bit, but yeah. I mean, I feel it felt like more so than anything else that when we saw him go to that you know underground fighting ring, you know, or going to the. Uh, to the, the, I think it was a library donation that Lex Luthor was throwing. Yeah. You know, the gala party. You know, like, when he had the suit on, like, that was the costume. You know, and, and him being Batman, that's who he really was. That's been a common metaphor with Batman. That, that's always kind of been a common theme with him. With him, especially. It's been, too, it always plays great against, you know, Clark Kent, who mm. is kind of a reluctant superhero. You know, like, he, he if it was up to him, he wouldn't be Superman. No. You know, like that's the thing. It's, it's almost like him. he has he, to be Superman because he, has, he to has, be, has those gifts. Exactly. He has that great power. Yeah. So, with, has, with, yeah, we're, we're going to quote Spider-Man here. Good old great power comes the, great responsibility. It's the best quote for people like that. <laughs> it really, I mean, it's, you know, you can't you can't get get any better than that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, again, with, with Batman, um, and, and that's been kind of the modern trend, too, is where they're, they're, it's, when you read some of the books... Um, you know, even when like Dick Grayson takes over, yeah. uh, it's, you know, Dick Grayson still, Dick Grayson, it's, it's the, uh, it's opposite. So him putting on the cow is, is weird for him, especially with him used to be a Nightwing and things like right. that. So it's, it's a common trend that you see in the books and, and even like, it, like some of the newer stuff, I remember reading like the new 52 back in the day and, um, even before that, um, when I was, well, I actually had a pulling hole set up where uh, the Batman books that I was getting, that was kind of right. a thing. They were like, you know, you spend more time, you know, in this Batcave and out at night, you know, kicking the shit out of criminals. What are you really doing as, as Bruce Wayne? Bruce Wayne can help people too. I mean, they they touch on that in the uh, Telltale game. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Dick Grayson, he's another one that, I mean, he just, he came up in the life of crime fighting. Uh, but at the same time, like, he... I think if it was up to him, he wouldn't do it. But he also just doesn't know what else to do. No. But I think if it was up to him, he would be, you know, he'd be off somewhere with, you know, Barbara Gordon or Starfire or any or uh, Donna or any of the other long 
cavalcade list of Man. females that he's, <laughs> he's a, been he, attached to. Yeah, he was kind of skanky. Um, as one of my one of my favorite commentators on comic book culture, um, Sash from Top Ten Nerd and uh, Shippers Guy Gassi, uh, he is the most ridden bicycle of the DC universe. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> quite the cheesecake, <laughs> man. And where's the lie? It's not. Where's the lie? It's not a lie. She was right on the money when she said that. Uh, I did laugh though. Speaking of that, it reminded me. I, I saw a meme, uh, with uh, where they were talking about Batman, and it was like Batman when he finds uh, or when he adopts another orphan, yeah. and it's uh, Eminem, and it's like, "Hi, kids. Do you like violence?" <laughs> <laughs> And it's that funny because right. it's true. No, I'm going to adopt you, kid, and then I'm going to make you messed up like me. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was even that was the plot of All-Star Batman and Robin <laughs> was he was being hunted down by the Justice League for essentially child endangerment. Yeah. <clears throat> Which, yeah, that's, again, one of my favorite runs was Frank Miller's run there with All-Star. And what was the – so there was a uh, – I'm trying to remember which book it was from, and um, – uh, Clark actually brings up, uh, it, it was either Clark or Ollie, and I can't remember which one, uh, and friends, forgive me, uh, but uh, one of them, they're arguing with Bruce, uh, or Batman, and they bring up uh, how many kids has he lost. Yeah. And, like, he goes off the deep end. He's like, how dare you ask me that? And I can't remember his comeback to him, but it, right. it was it was brutal. And, yeah. and 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 Bruce is he's how many kids is he endangered and, and I, uh, endangered all of them yeah it, every one of them <laughs> you you kind of hope that uh, you know maybe other superheroes I think that would be a great story too where the other superheroes are just kind of tired of it and they're like hey man we're gonna do something about this you got problems and you need to address this <laughs> I'd like to see Do- a Batman on Doctor Phil oh man. Somebody please make that happen. That's a, that's a YouTube series right Maybe. there. I mean, if we if we can have Chad Vader, why why can't we have Batman in group therapy? <laughs> and here's here's even what I want to see. I want to see Bruce Wayne in a like in a suit or even like you know like casual wear, but still with the but still with the cowl. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And using the Batman voice. <laughs> You know, like that's what I want to see. So somebody please make that YouTube series happen, because uh, I will, I will watch it. <laughs> you know what? I might just make that. A thing. I might even like and subscribe it. <laughs> uh, so I think that's a good spot for us to take a little breather. Uh, we will be right back here in just a few minutes. Yeah, I'm gonna get some therapy real quick. <laughs> there you go. Don't don't adopt any orphans for crime fighting. No promises. All right. All right. What up, nerds? We are back. Yep. Topher and Marcus here. Yeah. Uh, now, Marcus, you've got something in your hands and in your lap right now um, that I know you're pretty excited about, so uh, I'm going to give the floor to you. So, it's, it may not be what you're thinking. Get your minds out of the gutter. It's clean, I swear. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, I am really excited. Uh, I pre-ordered uh, my uh, NECA turtle figures, uh, a Master Splinter and Shredder. Uh, I missed out on the first wave with the first four turtles, but I said I would not miss these. Uh, we talked about it bef- uh, a couple of, like a, a while ago when they were mm-hmm. uh, when they ordered them. The pre-order. Yeah. Yeah, so now the pre-orders. I, uh, I am taking them out of the box. Okay. So uh, 
first and foremost, I just want to talk about how great of a job uh, NECA does on these figures. I didn't say a bad word. That's the name of the company, N-E-C-A. Um, uh, so these are only available at GameStop. Uh, you can get them for, um, is it, I think, it's 25 bucks. Um, I was looking around all the other stuff I, I shouldn't spend my money on when you were checking yeah, out, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's hard to go into GameStop and walk away with just a little bit of stuff and not games. Like It's, yeah. it's all the toys and figures and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, they also do um, uh, like some higher-end uh, turtle figures. Uh, they do the, uh, if I recall them correctly, it's the one-to-one scales. You want to take a look? Yeah, let me see it real quick. Uh, so... They do the one-to-one scales, uh, and they're, they're, those are the really expensive ones. Right. Uh, they also do the um, uh, the the 80s cartoon uh, line of toys uh, for okay. those two, where you could uh, change the faces um, and stuff like that. Uh, so uh, if you're into Turtles, uh, those are, again, those are a little bit more expensive, too, because they've got interchangeable hands and weapons. they got turtle right. arms and stuff. So this is not going to be for the kid collector. This is going to be for the adult collector. So many little pieces and stuff like that. Uh, you want to be able to uh, kind of pose them in, uh, in different uh, different ways. Uh, the back of the boxes are really cool, too. They, they kind of show you some of the poses from the movies right. that you could put these guys in. So, um, and these are these are based on the the, the live 19, action movie. Yeah, the nineteen eighty nine live action movie. So first, let me look at here and see. Yeah, I'm already impressed at the level of detail. Like it's an actual like cloth yeah. uh, kimono that uh, Splinter is in here. So I'm having a little trouble getting my yeah, come on out of there. Cooperate, you damn you. He's got a, like a yep. So, and if you if you have a sensitive stomach, yes, he is taking these out of the box right now. Yep. Um. So, <laughs> no, no, they do not stay in the box. That's whack. You know. You uh, know what? I. You know. Normally, I like for us to disagree about stuff, a little bit. Um. Yeah. You know, it makes for good repartee on the show. Yeah. But I'm with you 100. percent Like, no, man. It's, like, what's the purpose of having it right. if it stays in the box? Uh, right. So. Give me two. Oh. And you can be you can be a bit more creative when you take stuff out of the box, as far as like how you set things up. Yeah. You know, like and I we we've, we've talked about collecting before. You know. Yeah, that's. I live in an apartment, so I don't have a ton of room. <laughs> uh well, I don't really have a lot of room yeah. anymore. I don't have a ton uh, of room to collect. That's and I always the tell you. I always tell you. I'm gonna like start with like. I just want to do like Thor. I just want to do Thor. You know, he's. He's quickly become one of my favorite characters. Good luck with uh, that. I told you. <laughs> you know, and I just want to kind of keep it to one, and maybe maybe do a different character from another another property altogether. Um, you know, where I can kind of set up just different versions of the same character. Uh, I think that would look cool. Um, but at the same time, like every time I say that, you look at me like I tell you I'm just gonna yeah, because I'm I, just gonna do one. I'm just gonna do one line of coke. That'll be that'll be fine. <laughs> Man, because we yeah. we all know that uh, it, it it never stops at one. Yeah. Uh, so, so the first thing I notice is that his tail uh, is bendable. Uh, yeah. So, uh, kind of stabilize him when you when you set him up. Uh, I'm gonna have to fiddle around with him. Uh, different uh, points of articulation on here too, which is uh, really cool. I don't know how well he's gonna stand up. Let's see here. Let's... I would think with the tail, you should it should be pretty easy. Yeah, he looks like he he's hurting. 
Yeah. Well, so. I mean, he's, he's <laughs> like a... I mean, he's a full-on geriatric, like what? Like a six-year-old mouse? Man, <laughs> Man I'm, I'm also uh, loving the little detail here on the, the raggedy kimono, which is probably just an old bed sheet, but it's got holes in it and everything. Yeah. So it looks just like he did in the movie. He looks smelly. Like, that was what... <laughs> That was one of my main things that I kind of laughed at in the uh, the movie, uh, especially when I got older. He just did not look like he smelled fresh yeah. at, at all, which I would imagine he wouldn't because he's a turtle living in the sewer. So you mean a rat? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, that, that, yeah, of course. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little excited here as I'm I'm putting the uh, the TGRI canister in his hands. So uh, comes with some uh, some cool props here. Got the uh, the nunchucks. Uh, from the end scene where he's hanging Shredder over the roof. Got uh, a slice of pizza. Yeah. That also looks kind of disgusting. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am quite impressed uh, by this. I'm going to put him. I'll, I'll let you fiddle with him there while I uh, put this back. So cause I got a tendency to lose pieces right when I get it. Uh, I, You know what? I'm with you, too. Like on this, on this kimono, like. That is always one of the toughest things, is when they do cloth on yeah. action figures and collectibles. Um, because just getting the scale of that right to look right. Like, the textures always look off. Yep. Um, this actually looks... I'm with you. This looks really good. And, yeah. He's a little hunched over. You're right. That kind of yeah. does make him a little hard to stand up. Uh, so, again, I'm going to fiddle with him more uh, later on this evening and try to get him in the in the right poses. Yeah. Um, yeah. It looks uh, really good. Yeah. I uh I am quite pleased with this purchase. Uh so now this is the one that I was really excited to get. Uh I'm a huge uh fan of uh Oroku Saki. Uh, uh the Shredder. Yeah. Uh the Shredder was my man. He, he was just he was a scum bucket, but man, that uh those fighting skills, especially if you yeah. saw uh Batman uh and the Ninja Turtles. You kind of get to see Shredder yeah. in action and him and Batman going at it. And it is... See, now, I feel like this got opened already. This looks a little weird, but... It, it might have. I mean, you and I both worked in a stock room, and we know that... Yeah. That some, even though that's against the rules, it does happen. Holy shit. Okay, so first of all, I'm already excited because it comes with a the... A space blanket? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, which is pretty much what Shredder had yeah. on. Uh <laughs> That that was a nice looking cape, man. It was shiny. It kind of looked like a raincoat, but not. Uh, so we're gonna crack this bad boy open and borrow that knife again, sir. No problem. Uh, yes. Swear if that fell down on the couch. Here it is. All right. Thank you, sir. Be a little careful here not to cut the uh, the plastic. That is quite sharp. <laughs> that yeah. is a real. That is a real concern. Yeah. So let's see. Actually, I got scissors here. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna use those scissors. That's fine. Uh, that. First thing first. Oh my goodness! The mask, that, comes, the, off. The mask yeah. comes off, and the detail on his face. He looks just like he did from the movie yeah. with the scratches and everything. So all right, let's put that. Yeah, that's and that's one of the things too. Like. How can you with collectibles like the the more fidelity you have there, like it's just so important. It's so important. <laughs> oh man, beyond a doubt. And that was something like for a long time, like that was such a hard thing to hit. You know, like a lot of X figures just didn't look quite right. No. In fact, uh, 
Migos, I think, were the first ones that really were able to do individual faces for each character. You so, know. pardon me, I'm a little far away, <laughs> grabbing my scissors here. That's right, there's no Hollywood magic here. Oh, no. You get to uh, get to experience it like it's happening for real. Yeah, in, in real time. There's no, is. no magic added in here. A little more, a few more accessories coming with this one. Yeah, so... It looks like he's got the uh, the hidden dagger that he yep. throws at uh, uh, at Splinter. Splinter catches, which he falls to falls to his death. Uh, we're gonna get that. That's already falling off there. Uh, it's just a lot of twisting this back and forth. They do a good job to make sure that people were not gonna steal this. Yeah. Uh, again, like I mentioned, being in the stock room, like it's kind of one of those things. If it's not an explicit rule, it's an, at least an unwritten one. That you shouldn't be taking stuff like this out of the packaging. Yeah. Uh, again, looked like somebody opened it to just to yeah. see what it looked like. Which, I, I, you know, I don't care so much as long as, you know, the the figure's okay. Yeah. Um, come on, little band. Uh, so, and while we're talking about it and I'm trying to get this out of the box, uh, do you have a favorite moment from that first movie? Uh, from that first movie... Man, I'm trying to think. Um, I think looking back, probably one of my favorite things was uh, Raphael going out on his own. <laughs> uh, going out on his own with the trench coat and the, the fedora and everything is probably one of my favorite things. Um, that and, too, when they go to the farmhouse. I actually really like that part of the movie. Man, how long were they? How many days were they gone? I have no idea. So, I know that they had water. Yeah. April and Casey didn't want to take a bath. Do you ever oh. notice like that? That I'm sure. I'm sure April and Casey figured out a bath. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was. I man, I I had the biggest crush on the chick that played April. Uh-huh. Uh Back in the day, I thought she was super hot. Yep. Um, you know, she still uh, looks pretty good she does. too. Uh, I looked up some of her pics, and I know she was on one of those crime shows on the. I can't even remember. She's one of those when you uh, see her today in something. Yeah. You're kind of like, she looks really familiar. You're like, Where the and then you're like, oh, from? you were the first love of my life. Yep. That's where <laughs> I know you from. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Man. So that scares me that this is going to get lost if people pick this up frequently. So this will be something that I probably only touch. Uh, but that might know, go up on a higher shelf. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Um, Again, I can't wait to put that space cape on him. Uh, you know, why don't you take a take Thank a gander you, there? A gander. Uh, yeah, he comes. Uh, so he also comes with uh, different hands yep. uh, that you can use. Uh, again, looks like the fist. Uh, you can uh, put insert the knife. I don't know if it looks like the fingers kind of move a little bit. Yeah. I, again, I'm fiddling around with this a little bit more, but I at least wanted to take them out of the box. So, kind of see what we're working with. And, uh, uh, man, I, I think this is a great pickup for, you know, $25. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, that te the texturing on this is great. And we talked about cloth a minute ago. Um, you know, just taking a close look at this thing, the belt wrap that he's wearing. Like, I mean, that's that's legit cloth. That's, you know, that's not just a molded piece of plastic, which is what you would think it would be. Yeah. You know, right out of the gate. So, uh, NECA Toys also has an Instagram page where... They set up uh, the shredder with a bunch of foot soldiers. Okay. And when I tell you that looked amazing, I might try to find that so we can share that to uh, to the page. Uh, 
but it was a it was a hellified uh, a hellified picture. Well, I, <laughs> I will say this: you know who else has an Instagram page? We do. We do. So, so if you haven't checked that out, uh, do so. Here, I'm gonna here I'm gonna help you out here. Okay. Uh, it looks like that. You man, that texture on that belt is. Oh, there goes the match. Just yep, like we thought. I, I told you. Uh, his the the shoes on here are really, really detailed too. They feel like a different form of plastic. You know, that's the thing. Like, look at this thing. Like this, that is straight up 1980s costume. Man, right there. <laughs> I mean, and I I say that in the in the most positive <laughs> way possible. I mean, like, it just looks. I'm looking at this like, man, this is taking me back. Like this takes me right back to to being a little kid, being four or five years old. You know, so excited because my dad brought home the VHS tape. Yeah. yeah, man, it's it it was it's like a night. It's like uh, he's going to a disco, right? He he kind of looks. He's dressed like Donna Summer. <laughs> Why is he so slew footed? Yeah, his his feet are. Yeah, his I didn't want to. I didn't want to force it yeah, too much. I don't. I'll, I'll I don't let you wanna, break your. Yeah, I don't want to twist it and break it. I'll let you break your collectibles. There we go. I'm not doing it. So there, yeah, there we go. I knew something wasn't right. His his legs move. Yeah. <laughs> All right, come on. You know, I saw one one guy who did a whole photo shoot uh, with horse perspective mm-hmm. with all of his like NECA and, and uh, Hot Toys collectibles. Where he had him posed, and then he he put the perspective to where he could be in the frame with them, like in in actual height, and they're helping him do yard work. <laughs> now that's it's stuff that's like dumb. that. It was hilarious. So he's kind of got a gangster lane right there, a little bit. But uh, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna let that rock. Uh, yeah, I I am quite impressed. Uh, let's see here. So, uh, yeah, they, they did a damn good job on these. Uh, yeah, that cape is going to be something else on them. Yeah. <laughs> straight. Man, you come straight out of a comic book. Can you imagine if you saw this guy, like, jump <laughs> off a roof? Like, what, would you laugh first or would you? <laughs> uh, well, uh, as, a, as a security professional well, uh, he's working getting... in the city. <laughs> he's getting a couple shots. I would probably chuckle and then uh, maintain a safe distance. <laughs> Before engaging any type of professional contact, so. he he would uh, so so one of the things about about working security is you're always looking for clusters of of abnormal behavior. Uh huh. That costume is a whole lot. Of, yes, a cluster it's, it's a, of abnormal behavior. It's a lot. It's a, it's a whole lot. Absolutely. So yeah, these things are very cool. You said twenty five bucks. Twenty five bucks. Yeah. They are GameStop exclusives. Yeah. Uh, um. You know, and we and we've talked about this before. I think it's worth saying again. Uh, you know, if you're looking to get into collectibles, uh, but you're maybe you're wanting something a little bit more, a little more detailed, uh, a little more special than you know the the typical like Kenner and Mattel action figures um, from whatever current property is out. Um, NECA, um, you know, uh, Hasbro's got their, you know, for Marvel they had the Legends series, they had the Black series for Star Wars. You know, those are great ways to kind of get into collecting that isn't Pops. Um, nothing wrong with Pops, but, you know, no. if, if you want someone more serious and more grown up, um, you know, NECA and, and Hot Toys, you know, not necessarily Hot Toys, um, but, um, you know, 
there are other options out there for you. You, you might be a little more limited on what properties you have access to. You know, yeah. it's a, it's a great way to start though. If you if you kind of if you want to start collecting stuff, yeah. uh, especially those Marvel Legend figures, man. Um, I think the first one I got, I bought a War Machine over there. Okay. Um, and I actually got that cheaper than than twenty five bucks. Yeah. Catching it on sale. Right. Uh, but those are cool too because they always come with something to build a larger figure. Uh, yeah. And again, it's a, it's a good starting point if you want to start collecting collectibles, but you don't want to break the bank and you don't want something that you know the kids can break or you're worried about kids breaking. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't really care if something that's twenty five yeah. bucks gets broken. Uh, McFarland Toys is another good one. Yeah. Um, they do. Uh, McFarland Toys handles a lot of like video game properties. Um, I know I've got my brother when he was a little bit younger. Um, there were a few birthdays where I got him, uh, you know, some of the Halo figures, uh, which were incredibly detailed. Yeah, you I was, know, for, I was for about twenty us. bucks. I mean, they were some pretty incredibly detailed figures. Um, and two, that was that was during the Xbox 360 days when Halo Reach had come out. So, the fidelity of what you saw on screen against what you could do in, in plastic and PVC. Um, was was pretty cool, and uh, so you, you got a pretty pretty realistic looking figure, even compared to what you might see on screen. So um, those were always pretty cool. You know, I feel like a doofus now. So you, I know why uh, Shredder's mask was not staying on. You didn't have it in right. Uh, no, uh, I looked, and his ears are uh, like little clasps. Yeah. So when you put the mask on, it snaps oh, okay. onto those. So. It's so not it going to be anywhere. pretty stable. Yeah. Yep, it's not going anywhere now. Okay. And you know, I bent this helmet a little bit. Yeah. It's plastic. Yeah, it doesn't hurt nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, I am uh, quite pleased with this purchase. Yeah. Very good, man. So, uh, t- speaking of McFarland Toys, um, you know, uh, you mentioned something earlier about Spawn. Man. Uh, uh, so how excited <laughs> are you about this? I'm super pumped for this because uh, we've had, like, Spawn fighting games and stuff like that, and they just they really didn't work out. Uh, now we're getting him in Mortal Kombat. It's going to drop on the 17th. Um, I'm really pumped for that. Uh, if you, the combat looks dope. Uh, yeah. And basically it looks like he's going to have two different modes where, uh, of course, the his one loadout, you basically use uh, the chains a lot. And uh, the second one would be him with uh, a lot of guns. So gotcha. uh, the less cape uh, maneuvers and stuff like that okay. and more guns and things like that. So uh, uh, they've done a great job with the additions that they've added to MK11. Uh, from the Joker to Terminator. Uh, it feels a little bit more fresh with you know random characters that you kind of didn't really expect. Right. Versus what you, you knew you were getting after they released Alien and and Jason in yeah. uh, Mortal Kombat team. Spawn is a I think is a perfect, perfect fit for Mortal Kombat. Oh hell yeah! You know, absolutely a perfect fit for Mortal Kombat. So that's that's gonna be pretty cool. And that's one of the things I know a lot of people complain with video games, um, with the excessive patching and things like that seem to go on. Like I get it. You know, the game should be should when the game is released, it should be finished. Um, but yeah, there's that's... all kinds of little fine tuning that they can always do. The the big thing is, so long as a company doesn't go too far, thinking they can put out an unfinished game, and then just patch it later on the fly, is is I think when we have problems like uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. That is happening way too much in video it games. It is happening way too and, much. And, it is happening too much. And we we gotta kind of make a stand and say, all right, enough is enough. Right. Um, you know, like, honestly, if... And I haven't gotten to play Warlords of New York yet for the Division 2, but this had better not be the end of the story. You know, like, I... 
I feel like it should. It deserves a third game. It should definitely get a third game. And if the conclusion to the division story is told with just DLC, I'm not going to be thrilled. See, I'm wondering though because I don't. I know it didn't sell like it, they wanted it to. Right. So, I'm I'm a little worried about that. Yeah. So and I and two I think maybe they're probably in a little bit of trouble with uh, Breakpoint. You know, after Breakpoint completely flopped. You know, well, I, I, it was too early for that game to come out. It was like, too early to come out. It was too much like the division. Um, you know, there's just no need to put in gear score and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it is unfortunate. And, and there, they are reworking the game, and you know, which is a is a good thing too, because it gives you a chance to, you know, kind of fix those things. Yeah. You know that just if somebody if you went out and you bought you spent sixty bucks on a brand new Ghost Recon game, and it came out and it was hot garbage. There at least now is the, the possibility for a major franchise, at least, that they can go in and they can fix it and tweak it and, and correct those things and, and make it a better game after the fact. So, um, after our little trip to GameStop, you know, I mean, looking at games, there wasn't a whole lot coming out I'm excited about. I mean, still Avengers and Cyberpunk, but, uh, you know, one of the things that really stood out to me was... A lot of games, like I just mentioned Breakpoint, you know, being the massive flop that it was, used, that game was still 50 bucks. Well, there's a reason you know? for that. Um, kind of makes me say it. Yeah. Um, and upset. You know, if I understand that you, you are struggling as a business. Right. Um, but there are certain ways to kind of reward, uh, you know, your, your customers, and this isn't the way to do it. But find out they are... Um, Doing a new program, uh, Power Up Rewards does not get you the same right. that you would normally get. Uh, so before, you used to get 10% off pre-owned games and accessories. Right. So uh, pre-owned game, uh, say it just came out, be 55 uh, With the discount uh, 10%, you, it's uh, uh, 50.49. Yeah. So, I mean, it's cool. You know, I'm saving 10 bucks. Uh, it, it, which is, I mean, I'll take that over, you know, $60. Right. Uh, sometimes, depending on what it is. Because, right. you know, the return policy was great. If it got seven days, if I don't like it, I can bring it back, exchange it for something else, yeah. and get my money back. Kind of a guarantee. Um, so, it, it, now, the program, uh, it used to be $15 a year, mm-hmm. uh, which it can still be, but the, the pro card's $19 for the year. Uh, you get... Uh, uh, you don't get ten percent off anymore. That's right. over. Uh, you, they could it could be fifteen if you do the digital subscription to Game Informer, um, but they send, they give you a five dollar off coupon once a month. Once a month, yeah. those coupons do not stack. Right. I did not know this. I've had five dollar coupons that I have not been able to use. Right. Um. No, I was not informed. Uh. So I've, I've lost out on money, which is a little frustrating, and that's fine because you know I don't go. In, I didn't go into GameStop every month to buy a game or buy something. Right. But it, it would be nice to know that you know my my coupon is there, and if I wanted to, I could stack that or right. or use that towards something else. Uh, it's it's a little frustrating. Not to mention the app barely works. The app barely works. I mean, it's it's one of those things. Like, there's a, a lot of retailers have terrible apps. They they just do. Uh, but I feel like with their demographic and what they're selling, like that's just unexcusable. I've been to trying have to, a, to for the have to be that much of a, a piece of garbage. Yeah, it, it, it's it's you know, and as somebody who used to work there, it's it's frustrating because I um, 
I I had to tell people, you know, yeah. to use the app. And, you know, in my head, I'm like, man, this fucking app sucks. Yeah. I mean, it did make stuff a lot easier. I could check in yeah. every time I went there and I got points. So I could pull my coupons up right from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, not have to do it the old way. But if I can't access my own stuff, like, I, 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 I know what my password is. I know what my email address is. And every time yeah. I try to log in, I can't get in. So I, I tried to reset it. And um, they're supposed to send something to my email. Said something will be there in 15 minutes. It never comes. Right. So right now I have no way of accessing my points um, to use for a larger coupon. Yeah. And that's that's always been my issue with it is, like, if I just want to go, like, check, you know, availability on a game or, you know, find out how much it is used going for, like, it, it works fine for that. But if I'm trying to search for any, if I'm trying to search for any of the loot or any of the merch, that's nearly impossible. And for me, I always struggled with getting into it to using the member functionality. You know, tracking my points and coupons. Like, it, just, it was one that always seemed to be more of a pain than what it was worth. Um, and then the whole thing with the $5 coupons, it, it's kind of cool. But at the same time, like, they're trying to incentivize you to come out every month and buy something. Yeah. You know, because they're essentially giving you 60 bucks. you know, towards your addiction. Uh, but at the same time like I can't just go in and cash in all of the the year for a free game you know and to use them I've got to I've got to come in at different points you know I've got to come in once a month to use them so on the one hand like you're gonna if you're gonna if you're buying games all the time it's worth it to have that membership you know but but now I'm kind of now like I'm like all right, well I'll just use this to buy my toys and, and figures and and pops and I won't get a game from there anymore. Yeah. I'll continue to do what I'm doing and, and buying them. Um, unless they have some stupid sale, I'll get them from there. But for the most part, I'll just get them off the system like I've been doing. You know, and that's in, in with, between Games of Gold and Game Pass. Um, PlayStation Network has their own program. Um, the publisher sales. I know with Xbox, they do publisher sales all the time. Um, in fact, just it just ended, but you could pick up uh, The Division 2 for $3. Online, off Xbox, you know, and that which was, I, I actually gifted a friend a, there, a copy of Division absolutely. Two. So I mean, that's I mean, I should have done that with my friend Brian, but you know, I mean, that's because that was always one of the things about buying used or buying you know in store was usually going to get a better price, you know, because like the the rate was fixed online, but now like they're jumping on, they're doing these sales, and they're doing some massive sales too. Yeah, you know, like especially the holidays and things like that. I picked up two or three games. Yeah, they're a couple years old, but I was picking them up for 10, 12 bucks. You know, I got Game of the Year edition of Witcher 3, you know, which I think I spent all of like nine ninety nine on. Yeah. You know, which was great. So that's the only, the only tricky part is sometimes making sure it's a Game of the Year or it has certain DLC content you were, you were looking for or, you know, maybe doesn't have stuff you've already bought. Like, that can be tricky, but, you know, like they're, they're definitely getting in the game and it's a whole lot more convenient yeah. when I can sit on, my, sit on my phone at work with the Xbox app and download, you know, set up Modern Warfare to download, and then it's ready to go when I get home. I didn't have to run anywhere. didn't have to wait in a line. Yeah, by the time you get home, it's done. It's ready to go. Right. Uh, I, I love the fact, too, that I could just go on there. They give you points so yeah. I could get, you know, uh, for doing the, the quests and, and whatever on uh, Game Pass, I can start using those to build for rewards and yeah. end up getting maybe something free um, for Microsoft. So, 
uh, and I'm PlayStation uh, has great deals too. So even though I, I know we talk a lot about Xbox, but that's the the system that we're both primarily on yeah. right now, which is so weird for me to even say. <laughs> um, but uh, it's you know if if GameStop wants to be you know uh, relevant relevant in the future, man, they they yeah. they've got that's a, this is a terrible business model. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things like walking in there today. Uh, you know, it's it's a st- I love the store. You know, I love the store. Yeah. I, I've I've got you know good memories. It's it's kind of like walking into church. Like you just you know, it, it's one of those things when you walk into a store like that. You know, you got something in common with everybody in there. Yeah, you know, and that's and that's cool in and of itself. But you know, nostalgia is not going to keep the lights on. No, you know, like they they've got to give me a reason to spend my money there. You know, I I love the store that I worked at, so yeah. I continue to you know frequent there. Right. Um, Same here. You know, but I'm I still I'm, I get so frustrated with yeah. the company and and seeing where they are and what they're doing that like Absolutely. that. I, I know you you maybe have been losing money in terms of pre-owned game sales and things like that, but if you want to move those pre-owned games, you don't move them that way. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. But you've got all these games on the shelf. Yeah. How can you get rid of them? If, so what's the purpose of me having the card if I only get one discount? Right. And, and that's the thing, too. Is like, it's got to be a discount worthwhile. I mean, you know, I'm not buying a, I'm not buying a $60 game just because I got a $5 credit. You know? No. Like, that's the thing. And that's the thing. Say. Yeah. You're not getting a discount, so it's 55 you know, I see if I only get one coupon, say I wanted multiple pre-owned games. Right. I'm only going to save $5 on one of them. Right. So if that's the case, I'll probably either A, only getting one pre-owned game where I was about to get many, or I'm just going to buy them all new and use that $5 for something else. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, they've they've definitely got to figure some stuff out. That, you know, that's, that's not for it. sure. That is not it. Yeah. Yeah, um, and it's all right. If you're doing that, do I get more points? And matter of fact, let, let's. I just. I'm, I want to take the time. I'm gonna grab this pamphlet and uh, and see what we get here. Uh, keep down in the bag here. Don't tell me I left that on the counter. <laughs> or did I put it in my coat? Let's see. Might be in your coat. Let's see. Give me two seconds. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. So while you're while you're doing that, I'm going to talk a little bit about a movie I watched last night. Um, I checked out Spencer Confidential on Netflix. Uh-huh. Um, so this is Mark Wahlberg um, and Winston Duke from Black Panther and Us. Um, you know, it's 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 based on on the novel, the Spencer novels by Robert B. Parker. There used to be a show called Spencer for Hire, um, but basically, it's Mark Wahlberg plays a plays a Boston cop. And gets out, and the same day he gets out, somebody he used to have a problem with gets killed. And so people, he's got to kind of clear his name, some other people's names. Um, he's got to work with a, his, basically his roommate is what it is, which is Hawk, played by Winston Duke. And they do not, do not get along right away, <laughs> which makes for a lot of fun. So uh, it's, a, it's got a great cast. Uh, like I said, you got the two of them, Alan Arkin's in it. Um, you know, Bokeem Woodbine, who's a great actor, and he's one of those guys that, you know, when you see him, you know him. Um, and then, of course, uh, Eliza, uh, Eliza Schlesinger, uh, the great comedian that she is, uh, she is in it as well, and she steals every scene she's in. She's so hot. 
She steals every single scene <laughs> she's in. I love her. Uh, and then we even got the acting debut of one Mr. Post Malone. How'd he do? He did good. He did good. He, he played he played a character that I think fit him really well. So a dirty criminal? Uh, he is not <laughs> a dirty criminal. He's just dirty. He is just dirty. Uh, he's actually he's a dude I I I I enjoy him quite a bit. Um, I like his music for one, and then also being in the firearms community, um, which is something he's very active in as well. Um, is something that is always kind of like one of those things of of like same team, same tribe kind of thing. So I I dug him and I thought he was really good in it. So um, so definitely check it out. I know you it caught your eye. You didn't get around yeah. to it. That's, um, that'll that, trust me. It'll be yeah. this weekend. And like I told you, you know, like Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg is Mark Wahlberg. You know, he's pretty much the same kind of character in just about every movie. Um, but uh, Winston Duke, uh, he is somebody. I mean, he was one of my favorite parts of Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite character um, was Mbaku, uh, followed closely by uh, Martin Freeman's character. I really liked him. But um, yeah, he was probably one of my favorite parts of Black Panther. Uh, he was really good in Us, and now he's in this. And then each time I've seen him, uh, he's done something different. You yeah. know, he that's that to me is like the really cool thing. Like, of course, people are gonna watch it. It's Mark Wahlberg, but again, it's just Mark Wahlberg doing a character he's done many times before, a thousand times yeah. over. <clears throat> Whereas with Winston Duke, you're you're gonna see something a little bit different from what you're used to, and and I can't wait to see him do more stuff. Hey, Goat, how's your mother? <laughs> we get any, <laughs> we get any how your mother lines in there? There there were. And we're at a point now where other people are are telling Mark Wahlberg to say hi to something for me. Say hi to your motherfucker. Yeah. Um, so I think we were lied to. So I pulled up the, the pamphlet. Okay. So I didn't say lied to. I think we were given misinformation. Uh, because it says here on the uh, on the app, well, not the app, but the website, website. that I still get a, a percentage off pre-owned games okay. and accessories. So we're going to put that to the test. Um, I'm gonna go in there and and see, but uh, still, I, I, they also have to come off the price of that. Cause again, if it's if right. really if I'm only saving ten bucks and I know it's a game that I want, then I'm right. just gonna go ahead and get it new anyway. Cause it's something about cracking the seal on that brand new game. Well, and as we mentioned, you know, we we are two recovering retailers. Um, you know, sometimes things get miscommunicated. Uh, maybe you, you jump the gun on some information and, and don't get the whole the whole story yeah. right the first time out. So it is a new program, so you know check your local GameStop, check online, you know, f- you figure out what's going on. So uh, yeah, luckily we did the research for you. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, again, I, I did want to see, but uh, I, I'm still not happy. Yeah. Uh, with the program, yeah. uh, I feel like it should be offered a little bit more, especially if I'm going to be a, re- a frequent return. Absolutely, customer. absolutely. Uh, shifting gears just a little bit, uh, Marcus. Let me ask you: Do you, do you still, at at sixty seven years old, enjoy <laughs> playing with Legos? Uh, yes, actually. Yeah. Um, the I'm trying to think of the last because we used to get the free um, Lego sets from GameStop all okay. the, all the time uh, when they would when a new Lego game would come out. Um, I'm trying to remember the last actual Lego set that I put together. It's been a while. Uh, but yeah, I, I I do love I love me some Legos, um, which so I started. We both have. Yeah. Uh, you're further than I am. Yeah. But we, we started. Uh, we started Lego Masters. Yes. Uh, I enjoy it. It's a it's a little cheesy. Uh, I will say that. Um, uh, 
I, I know. I, me personally, I feel Will Arnett is it's like a good but bad host. He, I like him as a host. Um, you, he's more personable as a he, as a host. You can tell that he actually kind of cares about the people that are there. He, he very much cares. Um, so, you know, and again, I'm a little further in than you are. Um, not to not to give anything away. I'm not gonna tell you who who gets kicked off each week or anything like that. But uh, at one point, um, they are building uh, like city city blocks, basically. Um, so skyscrapers, and there's one team that they're going to move theirs back to the judging area, and on the way there, the top several stories of their building falls off, along with um, a, a key component of the build um, that kind of really made everything pop, and uh, it was a moment you could see Will Arnett was a little in over his head when he had to be there, and he had to be the guy to say, you know, you've got 45 seconds left on the clock, like... I'm so sorry. Like that's exactly what he said. He was like, "I am so sorry." Like, he, you know, that he was not prepared to be that guy. Yeah. Uh, but then at the same time, there was an earlier episode where you had one teams. There, there are teams of two, and there was one team that was really starting to fight and get into it to the point that it was distracting the other contestants. And uh, he stepped in, you know, and and he's a dad, and he kind of just stepped in dad mode and like, well, you know, let's 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 pump the brakes on this. What's going on? got them to kind of, you know, help them kind of guide through working it out. Um, something you can tell that he's definitely had to do some other time in his life. So That guy's a jerk. That, yeah, the guy he had to, he had to deal with, uh, is he's not who I would want as a partner uh, no. on this show. No, I'd um, punch him in the face. Yeah, I'd have a hard time yeah, he's, working with he, Man, like, it, you can't work with somebody like that. No. You know, a know-it-all, and you're always bickering, and then if I ask you for advice, you're like, I no. don't know. If I got to tell you that, then you don't need to be here. Yeah. Like, that's a jerk move. He is somebody who, he has, a, he has a clear vision for how he wants to approach each challenge, but he is terrible at communicating it. Yeah. Um, and um, so there's a, it's a pretty diverse group of people on there. You've got father and son, best friends, brothers, uh, you know, uh, you got people that, you know, just met. You know, yeah. met on a like a Lego builders forum, um, and then two of the people judging. It's not just you know Lego Batman judging things; it's also uh, two builders from Lego yeah. are on the show. Um, you know, and they they explain things you know in Lego terminology and things like that. So it's it's pretty cool if you dig if you dig Lego. It's it's, it's a really one cool of the thing. I, I will say it's one of the better reality TV Absolutely. shows. Oh man, I got, almost got distracted there. You got, I, we both got distracted. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> uh, wrestling went off and uh, Transformers is on. Uh, uh, the second, the, the Rings yeah. of the Fall, and I, I was just gonna call it Transformers too because that's fair sucks. enough. Uh, uh, but the that, best part of the movie was just yeah, it on. comes on and it's making Fox bent over the motorcycle and bottom of butt cheeks was out and yeah. I was yeah I got uh, I started getting like mush mouth. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, one thing I do want to say about the the, the Lego uh, Master series is. Uh, I was a fan. I want to talk about the first episode just yep. for a little bit. Sure, um, sure. There were uh, there was two guys that I, I automatically I was like I like them just okay. from the enthusiasm that they brought. Um, but the uh, they made uh, the lumberjack land. Yes, and uh, I forget what their team name is, but the two bearded guys they yeah. met at uh, you know a Lego store. Where they were, or I think I'm going to correct were, you. It's a vintage Lego store. Oh, I'm because sorry. they're it's, they're from like Seattle. It's so still obviously, a Lego store. Obviously, yeah. in Seattle, they would have vintage Lego. Like, of, of course, no, that, we just we just spent ten minutes talking about GameStop and how they didn't figure out their business model, 
And there's a store that sells in vintage Legos, and that's sustainable in certain parts of the country. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I, I, when I think of hipsters, I automatically think of Seattle. Absolutely, or so, Portland. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, so, Portland, Oregon. Yeah, yeah man, they, they met, um, they kind of walked past each other, they were in the same aisle, and yep. they end up talking, and they end up becoming friends and decided to enter the competition together. Did, which, we, did we just become best friends? Eh, I, I thought that was great. Uh, it was. They're cool. They're a cool team. I did also enjoy the uh, the father-son team yep. for a second, yep. and I'm going to see if you were bothered by the same thing. Um, they did not... Well, the son did not take direction very well. No. So the episode, uh, your, the first challenge, you had to build an amusement park that had a theme, and it had to have one um, ride with motion or yes. one attraction with motion. Right. So everybody's, you know, they got Ferris wheels and, and tilt-a-whirls and stuff like that, and one even had bumper cars, which was, I thought that was awful. Um, but they have to have, a, they decide to do a roller coaster. Yeah. But the roller coaster just ends. So. Before the end. <laughs> it, it just stops. It, it, it doesn't continuously go in motion. Right. Uh, so the judges. First, I think Will Arnett comes over and says something. He's like, oh, this doesn't move. And then. It's exactly the, what I'm looking for. And the roller coaster. The judges come over and they're like, hey, um, you should try, you know, making sure that this not only continues to go. Uh, but you know it just doesn't get to the end and just stop. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And as soon as they walk away, he's like, oh, we're not doing that. Yeah. And it's like, but you're just completely disregarding the challenge. And if if two if the judges are nice enough to come over there and right. tell you, hey, maybe you should try this. How can you blatantly ignore them? And after that, I was like, hey, I don't care if you guys go home or not. This is and this is not a cutthroat reality show. Uh, like we talk about it. We you talked about a couple where they they struggled a little bit. Um, nobody got kicked off the first week. Yeah, I thought that was that was a different take. It was and, kind and of I, a nice touch. Yeah, he he made sure that Will Arnett even touched on that. He was like, "Hey, this is we do things different here, and yeah. nobody's going home this week." And and I thought that was real cool, even though I think two of them needed to go. Two groups needed to go home. They were yeah, um, exactly. There's there's one group we could have just done without, the, and then there were there were two groups that had a technical issue on the the finality of their build. And uh, yeah, you know, then then that was kind of it was kind of a nice touch, and that's too. I think that's just so true to to what Lego is about of just you know coming together and making things that are happy and fun and you know not being cutthroat and ruthless. So yeah. on that note, um, in the past several years, what's one of your favorite Lego sets you you've seen come out? Ooh, that's a tough one, man. Since we're not millionaires, obviously these aren't Lego sets we would have had to have bought. Uh, Legos are not cheap. That, that Death Star. Death Star? Uh, Death Star was really nice. That's a pretty but, cool one. Uh, but for me, personally, man, uh, I, the the Avengers Helicarrier I thought was really cool. Um, Forgot about that one. And um, I know what yours is. I'm not going to take it. Thank you. Um, I was sitting there like, you son of a... No, I'm not, a, I'm not. I'm a jerk, but I'm not that big of a jerk. Oh, you completely uh, forgot about it until I brought no, it up the, earlier. No, the Batmobile... Uh, yes, the Batmobile was was yes, great. I do and, agree with you on that. Um, I mean, it's hard to pick one, yeah. because it's it's just so many. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I I'd probably have to say that the Batmobile is up there in the Helicarrier yeah. from uh, Avengers when they released that Avengers line. 
I so when we when my wife and I got married, I wanted to do that as our uh, as our gifts because you always give like a, a a wedding reception gift to your guests. And uh, I was like, oh yeah, I was like, it'd be cool. I'm like, we could get um, the little, you know, just the tiny, the small boxes. And then I looked, and those were those were still like fifteen twenty dollars. Oh yeah, I was man. like, jeez. Yeah, they they are up there. I'm like, scratch that. And I was like, that kind of. I'm like, that could be kind of cool. I'm like, we could do one table that's Star Wars, one that's Harry Potter, one that's Lord of the Rings. Um, but I, I speaking of favorite Lego sets that I've seen come out in the past few years, my favorite personally um, was Voltron. Um, and mainly because they they sold the set where you actually built the five individual lion bots, and then once you built those, they would transform yeah. functionally to become the full size Voltron. So, so that was TJ, in the past several years. That was my favorite one I've seen come out. TJ has one, and I'm yeah. thinking about robbing him. Yeah, uh, I told him that when he showed me, I was like, "Oh, dude, you you getting jacked?" I do not. I would not blame you for that one bit. Nah, and I'm not even a thief, but I thought about it. Definitely thought about stealing that day. Yeah, he showed the picture, and he was like, look, I'm done. It took forever. And I was like, there oh, you man, you're going to be real sad when you don't have Especially that. Especially with a little one in the house. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that was uh, – did he did he get that before he had the little one? I think he might have. That would stress me out. That's, I've got a four-year-old, and she's gotten a couple Lego sets, and then she wants me to build them with her. And then we get, like, halfway through, and she gets bored and starts, like, trying to build other stuff. Like, no, no, like, no. Like, the parts. And no. then I've got to put, I've got to, I've got to tamp down on my OCD. <laughs> and be like, okay, we're just having fun. Yep. That's what we're doing right now. Oh, no, We man. were having fun. See, that's where you need that classic or the vintage Lego store. There so you, you could go get her that little green pad that we all used to have where you could put trees and whatever else. And yeah. And you could build whatever else crummy Lego Absolutely. Set. Man, Absolutely. Remember when they like Lego sets like that didn't exist? Oh, and my, if they yeah. did, they were super expensive and like had like a motor in it and, and stuff right. like that. And, now and, they're just really expensive. Yeah, they're not super expensive anymore, but they're just really expensive. Except for like the big Death Stars and the Millennium Falcon and stuff like that. That which, oh man, I forgot about the that. New, the new Millennium Falcon yeah. is even cooler. Yeah, they uh, the mines at Lego. They yeah. are doing a hell of a job. Yeah, they've done like uh, I think three or four Millennium Falcons now at this point, and the the newest one is like each one gets cooler and cooler, and the newest one is just insane. Well, even the tiny sets that they they do, like yeah. the the giveaway sets, because uh, when I got uh, Kylo Ren's ship, yeah, uh, as a giveaway, just putting that together, I mean, it wasn't easy because the directions kind of sucked, right? But it was fun to put together, and it's a cool little piece to have over there. Um, yeah, um, especially for free. Right. You can't argue with that. No. So we are coming down to the end here. Um, so, man, I know what I'm, I know one, at least one nerdy thing I'm doing this week. Um, and I, you were shocked when I told you. So I'm going to be watching Akira. I've got, I was at the library today. Thank you. They had the 25th anniversary uh, DVD of Akira there, and I, so I checked that out. I am, <coughs> I'm sad. I'm also excited. Yeah, I'm excited at the fact that you are uh, embarking on this journey. Uh, I feel like slowly but surely I'm wearing on you. And I'm like, I talk about so much anime that you're like, you know what? All right, I'm going to give it a shot. Um, and I'm also sad that it took you this long to finally watch Akira. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things that I know, I know, I, I can actually tell you and articulate what I don't like about anime. Um, so, thanks to you, because you're super into it, you know, I'm able to, to kind of take a peek and see stuff. And, and you know me well enough, you know what I don't like about it. 
that you can kind of point me in the direction of, you know, stuff that maybe I will like. Yeah. And, and I'm not so closed off that just because it's just because it's a blanket anime, I'm not gonna watch it. Um, I'm gonna start getting you shorter stuff too. Shorter stuff. <laughs> uh, no, I did. And I, I did start watching the Castlevania anime um, on Netflix, which is very good. Um, it's like a proud day. My biggest thing, <laughs> yeah. my biggest thing is for me. I've always struggled with getting into into Eastern storytelling. Um, you know, JRPGs, stuff like that. Like it's just never really been my thing. They tell stories with a different tone and a different pacing um, than we do here in the West. So that's part of it. Um, and so when I do find some of those animes that are a little more grown up than say like Pokemon or Digimon or stuff like that, a little more grown up, aimed at a little older audience finding the ones that have those kind of western storytelling sensibilities yeah. uh, helps with me a bit more um uh, it, it's a tough it, with anime it, it it's tough man you have to find one that relates to you that kind of hits yeah. home with you because uh, as somebody when i first saw akira i look don't get me wrong i love akira it's it's, mm-hmm. it's great and i love the fact that it kind of brought anime to the forefront here in the states yeah but it's I'm gonna let you know when you watch it. It's weird. It yeah. is. It is an odd one. And it, it, when I first saw it, I was like, eh, I don't know. I liked it, but eh. And then I saw Ninja Scroll, and I was like, oh, okay. And you have to find that one that resonates with you. Yeah. I I would recommend because you don't really like um, Eastern storytelling. Yeah. You um, you prefer the Western style. I think that maybe something like Samurai Champloo, where it's 25 episodes and it's a blend of of modern society yeah. uh, and in the Edo period. Um, See, that's stuff I do like. That's stuff I actually really enjoy uh, when they can kind of blend those things together. I like hip-hop. Yeah. I like Neo Tokyo. I like cyberpunk type stuff. I like all those types of things. So, And have you watched yeah. Cowboy Bebop yet? Uh, I have not. Okay. I just haven't gotten around to watching it. It's one I do want to watch. Do. Trust me. Um, for sure. Um, and too, like, I also, I do enjoy, I did enjoy, um, watching several, like, The Ghost in the Shell, Arise, um, things like that. I, what I think with Ghost in the Shell, what I really enjoyed was, you know, you, of course you had the immediate story going on, but then also, um, the story of Major trying to basically solve her own murder. Yeah. Um, was, was, was really cool. Like, it, to me, it kind of gave it that, that really awesome undercurrent. Um, it was cool as a character. So, what are you, what are you getting into this week that you're kind of looking forward to? Um, or gonna at least try to do. Well, I am gonna knock off Castlevania. Okay. Uh, I am gonna finish Hunters. Uh, that but Castlevania is, is first and foremost. Okay. Uh, I might do a little St. Patty's Day weekend drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you know I'm pretty sure they're like don't go out because of uh, coronavirus. But yeah. coronavirus don't run my life. Uh, <laughs> I'm breaking the rules of what I told you guys to do earlier. Just, um, drink, just drink Guinness. And you'll be <laughs> no, man, but uh, that's a good point. Yeah. I think I will. Irish car bombs all weekend. There you go. Uh, but no, man, I, I'm going to do that. Of course, I know I'm going to do some more Call of Duty. Yeah. I'm going to try to force myself to finish Star Wars because I'm tired of looking at that game on my shelf. Um, just get it done. You you won't be angry. Um, uh, yeah, I think the extent of my nerd stuff, though, is, is going to be uh, Castlevania and, and catching up on some shows, man. There you go. So... A uh, couple movies that I want to watch too. Uh, uh, I feel like something else dropped on Netflix that I want to watch. It's, it's 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 a lot of stuff going on, so I think most of my stuff will involve TV watching. There you go. So, all right. Well, 
I think that does it for me. I do have to get out of here, but I, as always, I appreciate getting to spend these few hours every week with you. Same. Um, hey, so, you know, we are, we are getting out of here and, uh, I hope everybody has a great week, has a great weekend. Um, lots of cool stuff coming out always, you know, so check it out. Let us know what you're watching and, and maybe what you want to hear us give our hot take on. Yeah, please we're, do. We're here. Yeah, and uh, wash your hands. Wash your hands. That's right. Wash your hands and wipe your butt. Yeah, don't touch then, your hands. Then wash don't your touch hands. your face with your butt fingers. And then wash your hands again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is Topher. And it's Marcus. All right, and you guys keep it nerdy. Yep, keep your hands clean.